Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Monday, June 3rd. We're in June. Yes, we really are. I guess I know that summer begins like the end of June, but to me, the minute June hits, summer's here, even though it's still cold out. But it's kind of cool. It's nice to know it's coming. Probably going to get really hot really soon for a lot of people, but we'll enjoy it somehow. But today's show, it's a touchy one. Um, I see on Facebook it just kind of took off, but it's a really touchy show. Something happened to me on Thursday, and I really just had to tell somebody, do not write me again. And I never did it. And if I if I had to go that far, it was usually with very good reason. But for the first time ever, I did it at the first sign of an attack. And I felt guilty about it. It made me feel bad all day what he said. And it all started because this person had a fear already. So I've been working with them back when I took clients for a long time. I'm talking like probably five years on and off. But then they didn't get an answer they wanted out of me. I pushed them to do something about their health. And for some reason, even after knowing me all this time, was demanding that Christ somehow, or that I'm Christ, I don't know what their thought was, but wanted the answer they wanted, whatever that was, which I'm not exactly sure, but wanted it with more compassion than go to a doctor. And fine, so tell me that. But instead, it was like, well, you've never done anything good anyway. You never really helped me anyway, and I'm sure people have told you that. And just an attack. And the minute I heard that, I knew that that person's fear turns into, obviously, anger to other people and putting them down. And after all the shows I have done on forgiving, on the arguments, on running, not walking away, all of that, all the shows I've done on narcissism, where they turn it on you, it's your fault that they're scared even. That's the first time I just nipped it in the bud with someone I've never physically met. And it it was weird and hard to do. And at the same time, I could see where it was going. And it would go back and forth. 
what? It would exasperate them. And for me, it would get more hurtful in mean comments. And we are only human. I know it sounds weird to say that, but we actually are only human. And at times, we think that we can handle or we engage in the argument. But the bigger realization that happened for me was the fact that I didn't need to engage. I didn't need to prove that I taught him anything. I'm not here to think, oh my gosh, I'm I'm relaying information that I get and that I know. And if I don't know something, I'll tell you. And if I don't want to argue with somebody that I don't know that well, I will not argue with you. I can only tell the truth. So all I've got, without that, I have nothing to offer. And because I knew that, I knew what to do when someone put me down and then blamed me for reacting to the fact that they did not want to take themselves to the doctor. We're all scared of physicians in one way or another. And at this time in our history, We have probably good reason to because we aren't looked at as thoroughly as we used to be, but we are medicated much quicker. So we have to kind of get two opinions at least. Make sure that whatever's going on with us, two people can see the same thing. But if we don't even get one opinion, we can't get the second opinion And if we're scared and we don't go at all, we're going to be really surprised at some point. But understanding Christ and love and caring and compassion and all of those things combined, because that's who we are becoming, believe it or not, with all the crazy we're seeing in the world, but the black and white is dividing and the line is becoming bigger in between the two. We have to know when. Because sometimes we can't run away, and it's because in our minds we can't run away. But sometimes people need others to leave. Sometimes people learn more from you when you're gone than when you're there. And a lot of times when we're dealing with injured love, as we get older and more and more people that we encounter, that it's a sign of the discord coming from us to them. They start knowing that people don't take it. They start asking themselves, hey, what am I doing instead of blaming everybody else? And that's a big learning for that brain. If they can get there. 
And how do we handle that barrage of feelings when we feel hurt or slighted or full-on insulted? And I, I learned that, too, because he did insult me. And I did thank him. I said, thank you for your reaction. And then I said, it would not be prudent of me to tell you not to go to a doctor. I wish you good health. I wish you well. Do not write me again. Sincerely, Nadia. And I sent it. And a part of me wanted to write again after I said don't and explain further. And I did not let myself do that. I had to trust that what I did, that what I did was enough. We learn in life that we cannot fix anybody, but that our interactions teach us. But one thing I did learn, and that's exactly why I wanted to do this show, was that I learned to say, stay steadfast in the interactions. I dealt with my feelings of guilt for their injured love. My heart wanted to say, wow, you must really be injured for me, inside of you, for you to say that to me. But the problem was, I don't know this person that well. They were just engaging in the beginning stages of a fight. But that first attempt was really harsh. And it takes a lot out of me to fight back to what was dumped. So I had to trust that what I did was enough. And he had to say, hey, at the first sign of turning this around in an argument and insulting them. So then Christ showed me something. And I realized this has happened to me over and over again in my life. And I want you to think back at the times this happened to you and think how surprised we are when an attack comes in. But Unfortunately, in the past, people found this out upon the first real big argument that they may have had after a marriage has taken place between the two souls. And that is that at the first sign of disagreement, you're trying to get something solved or they're trying to get something solved. And one of the two of you turns around and dumps the entire problem on the other person and says things like, well, you did this, and you're standing there listening, and it sounds boring to you. 
like, where did that come from? Wow, how how could they be that angry over this? And and now we're dealing with the level of anger as opposed to the problem. But then we try to fix it, which was me, Miss Fixer. Walk in and try to fix. There's no way I'll show them that that's not true and that's not real. And I spent years of my lifetime doing that. And on Thursday, I broke that cycle. I've told people not to write me anymore, but it was after I was exhausted. It was like hitting my head against the wall. But I've learned to do it earlier on. And that was a huge, weird learning because I kept wanting to go back. It bugged me for a couple of days, and I kept wanting to go back and say something and and explain it and, and not be called this person who didn't help someone when I knew I did. But now they, they caused me to question myself. But also, I felt bad for not engaging in the argument. It made me feel like I didn't care. But then I said, no, I must care a lot because it's bugging me. But I had to work through that on my own. And what happened to me yesterday was, I felt so much stronger as a human being to know the difference of when to and when not to engage when somebody dumps on us or on me in particular because I had to go through all the stages of what happens to our brain and rise above the insults and the bullying type of thought. Just rising above it mentally and not feeling like I had to succumb to it. But at this point in life, I cannot fight every person who wants to fight because they're injured. Because there isn't physical time to deal with everybody's injuries. So I try to do it through a show through answering things on Facebook and all of that. So what do we do when others put us down and blame us for reacting? Because I could have gone on and I could have had a whole big story to tell you how ugly it got. But I no longer needed the story to tell you how ugly it can get. I've already seen it. And I didn't see it just once. I saw it many times because I was very good bait with a kind of personality who wants to be pleased because I am a people pleaser. But I have learned something, and this is a huge learning. When I asked Christ, what is the answer to this? What do we do when others put us down and blame us for reacting? What do we do? How do we deal with that? So this morning when I woke up, I realized there was a whole conversation going on between Christopher Sedre and Leah Gill 
and Maria Dulcie. It just went on and on, like, what love would do? Well, sometimes love has to throw something back in our lap so that we can see it. The fact that somebody is past engaging in that, you can either continue to blame and say, ah, look, they gave up pretty early on in the fight because they needed the fight. But over time, they will say, wow, they knew better than to come into my web. But the kind of conversation I found was, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And sometimes love has to be stronger. It always is stronger. But you have to be able to exercise love, which is stronger than injured love. And then Lisa or Leah Gill writes, I meant to ask what that what to do when you don't want to physically stay away from that person and that running away means so in practice if it can just be energetically. I remember Liam asked about this a while back. Well, that energetic separation is the first separation. You see, Everything in life, and we're going to go back to this because we say it a lot and I haven't said it for a while, is an energy exchange. When we stop exchanging energy, we no longer over time have the excitement or the energy to continue with that soul, which means one of two things. One, you're either done There, you've learned everything you can learn with this person. It's gone as far as it can go in terms of learning, which is where we thrive. Or two, we just had a resting period for a while, and then we grow and we come back and we share that growth. We never know which it is. It's not like God gives us answers before the questions. The answers aren't like, oh, today is your answer. Answers show up the way it showed up for me on Thursday in my actions. I saw that and I go, oh, no, this again. This again. Do I want to engage? Because I don't have the time, physical time, but I also don't have the energy There's no energy exchange for me to fight with someone's anger. I used to try to fix and help and soothe someone's anger. I used to try to prove I was worth more than the words they threw at me. But I no longer had a need to prove anything. They could have told me I was the worst thing in the world, which he was trying to get to. And I could have let him go there. But I I didn't want to hear anymore. Frankly, I was actually with that kind of conversation. Very, very over it. I've been I've been overdone in that department. I put myself in that situation way more than I should have, but I didn't learn it until I did. And so it's not like you get an answer and you know, I struggled with the answer. 
but in my heart, I knew it was right. And I had to stand by my feeling of that over fear, doubt, worry, control, or guilt that was trying to attack my decision that I made. So this energetic feeling of leaving, you will leave energetically and you'll start building a life away from that person. It will no longer include that person because if you're going to be running away in energy, you're no longer going to spend the kind of time because there is nothing to hold it together. No magnetic feelings of, oh my gosh, when I go to Disneyland, I want to go with them. Or when I go grocery shopping, I'm going to go with them. When you're not doing that, you don't have anything to share over time. And there is no energy exchange. And then there's no longer a physical exchange. And then there's no longer a mental and physical exchange. And it parts. It parts itself. You don't even have to part it. It parts itself. I know couples who've been married for years and wanted to be married, their goal was to be and stay married. It was a safety net for them. But they lived pretty much separate lives. They see each other in the morning, they see each other some point during the day, and they see each other at night, and they're fine that way. They're both busy on their own, but there was an agreement between them that kept them that way. Maria writes, what love would do? What would love do? What the energy of love would do in that situation? And then Christopher wrote, surely love is not a matter of you are loving me and therefore I love you. Love is something entirely different. Is it not? When there is love, there's no problem of the others. Similarly, when I know for myself what peace is, I am not concerned with. whether others are going to attack me or not. They may, but my interest is in peace and the understanding of it, which means totally eliminating from myself the whole fabric of violence. And that requires tremendously clear thinking and deep meditation. Christopher, I have to tell you, that is what I did. I knew that I wanted to maintain the peace because the peace I have inside of me was hard-earned, was fought for over and above. And I didn't realize because I wasn't faced with the situation to actually see it that way until I was faced with the situation to actually see it that way. And once I did, I could no longer unsee that. When we do something for the first time like that and say, oh, no, I have, I have only so much time in a day. I am not spending it this way. I am not going to frustrate myself and get hijacked on this train because I've already been to that destination. I'm just not going again. So what happened when I asked Christ? I said, hey, Christ, how do we 
deal with it and feel okay within ourselves. And he said, self-love is the answer. You know how we can't give what we don't have. We know that. It's one thing to know a lot of stuff. And it's another thing to experience those things. And what I experienced was in my most injured part myself, I had healed. And I had healed enough to see myself walking into yet another situation that would have taken me down the old road. And that's how we know we heal. That's what healing looks like. And a lot of times, we don't know we've healed until we're there again. A great example of this would be, let's say you're a human being and you haven't dated for a while. And the people you used to date had a certain kind of personality over and over again. They come in, they're either very passive and want you to take control and You probably liked taking control, but after a while, you felt like you were the only person in the relationship, or the other person liked to take control, and then you felt like you didn't have enough space to grow, because you can only grow into their confines. But whichever side of the coin you were on, somewhere in life, you kind of stayed away from dating, because it felt better than being in one of two of those situations, because you weren't able to get into a relationship and have some kind of balance in your mind. But this time you walk in and you start seeing the signs pretty early on, like, oh, wait a minute. This person's telling me how bad their life was and I want to come in and I want to make it all right. Or this person's coming into my life and now all the stuff I told them I love doing has been discounted, devalued. Why do you want to do that? That's not much fun, but let's do this because that's what I want to do and that's when I'm happy. And then you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do that. And we melt into someone's life, and after a few years, we're going, who the heck am I? Hey, wait a minute. I miss my old life. Many songs written about that. I miss me. And you see yourself falling into the old pattern, but you've been away from it long enough it to feel like an old shoe when you meet the person and you think it's love but then you realize that it was just comfortable because you've seen it before and then you start getting this exhausted feeling like oh can I do this again with yet another person and then you say nope I can't and nope I don't want to and you nip the bud early on because you know where you're going, which means you're not going to learn anything there. You will just repeat. If you continue down that road, you will be in a cycle of repetition. But if you pull yourself out, you will have grown. And that's what you find out. And sometimes because it's new territory, until that repetition could have happened again, Now you know that you're no longer looking for a person like that. You're not looking for a project. You're looking for a real partner. 
And it might feel like, oh, well, how am I going to find another partner again? It's so hard to find people we're attracted to. You'll find them. You'll find them. There's a lot of people in our world in case nobody's noticed. And we end up finding each other. So the answer is understanding our own level of self-love. What am I willing to put the time I have in my life to give away to this situation and that situation? And can I make a difference? That's the other part. I knew without a doubt that I had to stop that conversation. I had to stop it. Because I was going to get sucked into a place that was going to be living in their hurt and in their pain. And they were not going to listen. They were not going to hear me. I'm tired of not being heard. And I said, no, I can't. I can't fight with somebody that's going to dump a whole lifetime of stuff on me. And I don't even actually know them that well. They showed me who they are. They told me who they are, and I took that information, and I made an assessment, and I made a decision, and I had to stand by it, and that was the biggest part. We can only give and share who we are. And I used to give and share my pain back, me needing to be validated, then needing to dump. And now I don't need to be validated like that. So ask yourself, where do I put my time and then make a decision? You guys, I love you. I will see you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.